The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Ballers! That's right. Yeah, it's Thursday, but I'm here. Hey, everyone. It's Chuck Josh Millman. Yeah, it's a bit of an oddity. But I was out on Monday. Took the kids to a water park. One of those indoor places. It was a lot of fun. They were happy. You know, but now I'm back to cover the bets. Back with my buddy, Ira Silver. Ira, what's up, man? Josh, what's going on, buddy? We haven't done a podcast in a while together, and I thought I know, we weren't going to... It feels gonna... like forever. Yeah, and I'm going to be out on Monday, so I thought we weren't going to see uh, talk to each other for uh, for about a month there, so I'm glad you're filling in and pitching today. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to be here. It, it was just... We always do this because it's uh, President's Week, and the kids are off from school, and the NBA is an all-star break, so I figured, ah, it's a good time to go on vacation, and here you and Devin are, you two lunatics, just like keep churning out pods and bets and all that, but I could, so I couldn't make it on Monday, but uh, it's good to be back. All good. To- well, welcome back. We're, we're excited to get you back going here. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. We've got a lot to cover. The NBA is back. So Finally. therefore I am back. It'll be nice to get some games and cover off on those. And I'm sure Ira will hit up some hockey as well. And we are just, man, like after that break, it's just we're only a few weeks left of the NBA regular season. Only a few weeks before the NCAA tournament starts kicking up into high gear. It's a fun time of year, man. Uh, we're, so we're going to get this rolling. Uh, we got to give a shout out to my, our friends at mybookie.ag. Head on over to mybookie.ag. Hit the promo code today, T-O-D-A-Y. Get 50% back on your initial deposit. They will match you 50% on your initial deposit up to $1,000. Head on over there. That's where we're placing all of our bets over at mybookie.ag. They've been wonderful to us, and they continue to partner with all of us at HoopBall. Again, mybookie.ag. The promo code is today, T-O-D-A-Y. Don't forget also, follow us on Twitter, at HoopBallGaming. That's where we're going to place all of our official bets from everything we discuss on this pod. Also, you can follow us. I'm at Josh Millman. Ira is at Ira Silver Magic. We'll be talking about these games on Twitter as they progress. But if you're looking to follow up on where we're putting all of our money down ahead of the games, that's where to do it, at Hoopball Gaming. And do check us out at the mothership, hoop-ball.com, for all your NBA news and notes hoop-ball.com, some great writers. Uh, and make sure you still sign up for Aaron Bruski's newsletter, uh, the only place where you get his NBA insight for free in your inbox. So definitely go check that out. Ira, got games to cover, man. I think I did my spiel enough, right? Yeah, man. You're always you're fantastic as usual. Let's just jump right in. Let's do it, baby. All right, man. Um, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks. Headed to Detroit to take on the Pistons. The line right now is 13 and a half in favor of the Bucks. 225 and a half is the over under. We will, I mean, this is just again, we we typically see this with game with teams that are 
you know, like the Bucs, where they're they're right now the best team in the league still. And Detroit has basically flown up the white flag. They traded away Andre Drummond at the trade deadline. They just issued a buyout to Reggie Jackson. So his Pistons tenure is now done. They're trotting out the likes of Thon Maker, Christian Wood, whoever they have as healthy bodies. They've lost four in a row prior to the break. And the losing will likely continue, especially to the likes of the Bucs, who ended the first part of the season on a little bit of a sour note, losing to Indiana. So I'm sure they're going to want to get on to the, the latter part of the NBA regular season on a bit of a high note. So no better, no better time to do that when you've got a flailing Pistons team you know, playing host to you. The question is, is it going to be better than 13 and a half points? Ira, what do you got for me, man? Yeah, so I'm looking at a couple things here in this game, and uh, obviously I'll release it later on Twitter um, if I change or um, if it's an official play or not. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking into these two plays right now. I'm looking into the under of 225.5. I don't think the Pistons are going to score too many points. It just comes down to whether or not the Pistons can hold the Bucks down a little bit and slow them down. So the, the total in this game, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at under 225.5. And then uh, I'm also looking at the Bucks minus 13 and a half, um, leaning towards that. But the better play here, if you're going to try and take a swing with the Bucks, is probably the first half. Bucks minus seven and a half in the first half, or you can even go with another derivative, which is the Bucks first quarter minus four, minus 115. But I think really the play here is under 225 and a half, um, or under in the first half of 110. So I'm going to definitely diving into this and let you guys know a little later, but uh, that's the, the under is really jumping out at me here and uh, I'm going to do some numbers and, and run, you know, do my analysis, but that's really what's uh, jumping out at me first glance here. I like that, you know, because you figure that the bucks are going to have to come out swinging, right? This is, yeah. it's right after the all-star break. The, you know, this is the stretch run for these guys. And, and if you look at the standings, it's, it's just the Raptors run over that past like month or so where they won four, what, 14 in a row or something like that before getting their skid snap, they, they kind of made up some ground on the Bucks. It's, you know, sent them a little bit of a warning shot. They're still a six and a half back, but still, you know, the Bucks are going to want to cement their place and say, we are the alphas in this league. Giannis is back. I, I, I'm with you. I li- especially if they get out to a big lead, you don't want to like end up with a backdoor situation on 13 and a half. So they're going to come out firing. The the Pistons, again, like we said, they're a mess. They're just kind of trotting out bodies out there. Um, I do expect Derrick Rose to be back. I don't see him on the injury list, but uh, there's still going to be no um, – What's I forgot, God, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, there's going to be no uh, – oh, Drummond's gone, obviously. There's going to be no – the uh, yeah, no, Svee, not Svee. God, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. This is embarrassing. Luke, um, Luke Kennard, sorry. Luke Kennard. Ah, oh, man, that was awful. Sorry about that, hoop bowlers. Uh, yeah, Luke Kennard's still out in this one and uh, not, not, not expected to return anytime soon. So, um, But Derrick Rose is expected to be back. So, again, they're going to be down. So I expect the Bucks to come out swinging in this one. And um, 
but yeah, I do like the first half play um, that you said, first quarter, first half. So, but we'll, uh, like you said, Ira, we'll post those when we get an opportunity on Twitter. I think we cover that game. So why don't we head over to the Miami Heat taking on the Atlanta Hawks. The Heat are giving up six and a half as they travel to Atlanta to take on the Hawks. Over under in this one is 229. Ira, we've noted plenty that Miami are beasts at home. Absolute beasts. They're 22 and three straight up and 17 and eight at home against the spread. So, of course, the natural problem in this one is that they are not nearly as good on the road. They are 13 and 16 straight up away from Miami and slightly worse, 12, 16 and one against the spread on the road. Now, you could just say that the Hawks are, well, they're terrible. And yeah, they're not a good basketball team, but at home, they're 15 and 10 against the spread. So, a couple of you know, big tendencies that seem to appear with the Heat and the Hawks in this one. At the same time, you know, Miami needs to kind of cement their place uh, among the playoff hopefuls of the Eastern Conference because they really haven't been all that good in their last 10. They were four and six in their last 10 before the break, having dropped their last one uh, prior to the All-Star break. So Jimmy Butler is kind of in and out of the lineup. So they could probably use a bounce back spot here. But again, the Hawks are kind of, yeah, they're kind of tough to beat at home, or at least against the spread. Uh, so what do you got here, Ira? This is, uh, this is an interesting one, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, from a game perspective, I think it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm not looking to play this game. It's just, I just think six and a half is too much for Miami to be laying on the road here in Atlanta. Um, but at the same time, on the other side of the, on the, other side of the ball, um, I don't want to be only getting six and a half points with the Hawks against the Heat. So it's one of those games where I'm just going to lay off. I, I just really don't have an opinion here. But uh, if I was looking at anything, maybe the over of 229 and a half. Um, but, but uh, yeah, really, it's just a pass game for me. Yeah, understandable. That, that line's a bit dangerous. I wouldn't touch it either. It's very hard. I feel like coming out of the break, you just like you kind of have a general knowledge as to where you know, certain teams are in a sense. Milwaukee's going to come out firing, obviously, and Detroit's like folding. But you know the the Hawks, they're they're going to try to fight through games. Miami's still a, a good team, albeit struggle. But the week off gives teams to kind of recalibrate and whatever else. And, and even though you have some data on these guys over the last few games, it's just things can change pretty quickly, uh, especially with the week's rest and guys getting back, so on and so forth. So and uh, and Miami still seems a bit dinged up. So yeah, it's a, it's a line that I don't really trust uh, all that much. Um, so I hear you there. Maybe maybe if the does the line if the line moves, do you play that at all, or what do you think? I think it's a great opportunity for an in-game wager if Miami can jump out to a, to an early lead. So like if you can get the Hawks plus thirteen or something like that, plus twelve. Yeah, I think that that would probably be the best situation. But in terms of pre-flop, I'm not looking about this game unless it gets all the way up to like nine and a half or ten. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because we've seen Atlanta pull the backdoor cover plenty of times this season, so it could be done again. We will move on to the Charlotte Hornets taking on the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. Four and a half in favor of the Bulls over under 211. Uh, neither of these teams are, I don't think either one of are particular favorites here. Uh, both on the outside of the playoffs looking in, the Bulls were an absolutely dreadful 
team prior to the all-star break, they needed a break more than anyone. It seems like they lost six in a row. Um, the Hornets at least kind of rebounded a little bit. They won two in a row uh, prior to uh, the break, but the Bulls were getting just absolutely shellacked by anyone and everyone between good teams like the Pacers and, and the Raptors to the kind of mediocre ones like the Nets and Pelicans and even the bad ones like the Wizards. So it just kind of, it was a, a, a kind of disastrous run for them. Uh, the Hornets in the meantime, they kind of got their real terrible play out of their system. Uh, so they did win a couple, albeit against the likes of the Pistons and the Timberwolves, but Hey, wins are wins. Uh, so they remain on the road in Chicago four and a half to me. I don't know. It it doesn't feel like that there's this game could go either which way, just because again, the bulls can lay some duds as we've seen. And I'm sure the Hornets will want to just at least play a little bit of spoiler here for a team that has nothing to lose at this point in the season. So Ira, is this a game you're touching? Probably not. Uh, if I had to look at anything here, it'd be the, the total, but I'm, I'm not sure which way yet. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to dig into the total in this game. In terms of a side, I'm not trying to lay four and a half with the Bulls, and I'm not trying to take four and a half with the Hornets here. So I know I haven't really given out too much info here with some picks, but uh, nothing that gets me excited just as of yet. Yeah, this is a very unexciting game after the break. The Bulls are pretty lousy against the spread at home, 11-15 on the season, but the Hornets are a 500 team against the spread on the road. Nothing to really get Super excited about either way. There's no, you know, you, you can't really lay four and a half given how badly the Bulls have been playing, but the Hornets are also, you know, pretty easy to get a, uh, to get a beat down here and there. So, you know, tough to call uh, either which way, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I don't blame you for not wanting to play that one In case of two really bad teams going at it after the break. So we'll get to a couple of good teams the Brooklyn Nets headed to Philadelphia to take on the 76ers. The Sixers are minus eight in this game. Over-under is 215.5. The Sixers are at home where we know that they are that much better than they are on the road. They are just, again, we, we noted the Miami split, but Philadelphia, it's, it's that much different. Straight up, the Sixers are 25-2 and two at home. And they're 15 and 11 at home against the spread. On the road, they're an absolute disaster, and we've covered that that much. The Nets, on the other hand, aren't the best road team. They are actually 9 and 16 straight up against the road, and 10 and 15 uh, against the spread when they're uh, on the road. At the same time, though, the Nets have been low key pretty good. Won two in a row prior to the break, snapping the Raptors' long winning streak. Almost did it twice, but they finally snapped it the Wednesday prior to the All-Star break. Uh, they beat a really good uh, Pacers team at home and won seven of their last ten. So they're, uh, you know, they're starting to put it together. And we've noted that they do play better without Kyrie Irving than with Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving is going to be out of this one as well. Uh, now that he's going to be out indefinitely with having re-aggravated his shoulder injury. The Sixers are no slouches either. They won uh, three in a row, all on their home court against the likes of the Grizzlies, Clippers, and Bulls. So they're coming 
uh, they're coming back a bit strong as well into, um, you know, coming out of the all-star break. It seems like other than Kyrie Irving, everyone is healthy on either side of the ball. So, Ira, eight does seem like a lot, though, just given the way the Nets are playing. At least that's my gut feeling about it. But Philadelphia, they are nasty at home. What do you got for me here? Because I know your projections love those Nets. Yeah, I think uh, probably going to lean towards the Nets here. Going to dive some more into my numbers. But uh, I see eight and a half already. Probably get up to nine. Um, yeah, but the Nets are definitely uh, looking like a decent play to me here. In terms of the over-under, uh, I'm going to look into that a little later. But at the end of the day, I think that the Nets can compete here with the 76ers. And I'm looking to back the Nets here plus eight and a half on the road in Philadelphia, and especially if Philly can, gets out to early lead in like the first quarter. I'm going to be looking to take the Nets plus 13, plus 12, something like that on a live wager and then, um, you know, just go from there. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is a kind of, I wouldn't say a budding rivalry. It's a bit of a rivalry and I just, yeah, the, the, the nets have the the plenty of capability of coming out and just taking a big swing at the Sixers. Um, they, the, they kind of owe them a little bit. Uh, they did play each other twice. Uh, prior to the All-Star break, only only a matter of a few weeks ago. This was back on uh, January 20th. The Sixers came into Brooklyn and beat the Nets. Uh, at the same time, the Sixers did beat them on the home court, uh, 117 to 116. Uh, this was back on the 15th of January. So about a month ago, these guys played each other. So I'm sure that's fresh still in the Nets' mind. And, and the Nets are going to have to come out and and, and – put a challenge because even if this is the team they go into the playoff wish with, they're going to have to see if they can go against these horses here uh, against the likes of Embiid and Simmons and Tobias Harris uh, as they head into the playoffs. So I'm pretty sure that they're going to come out swinging in this one as well uh, as they head to the stretch and knowing that they need to secure a, a playoff spot as well. So yeah, I like the play there, uh, but as the line progresses, we will, absolutely make sure that we get an official play in over at, at Hoopball Gaming on Twitter. The Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Sacramento Kings in Sacramento. The line there is a one-point favorite to Memphis. Over-under is a healthy 229.5. The Grizzlies were darlings of the NBA for pretty much all of January, I'd say, but now we're well into February. Um, they're, they're still playing great ball and they still need to hold that eighth spot in the Western Conference playoffs. It's not as if the Kings are coming to take it from them, that there are other teams that could, namely the, the, the Blazers and the Spurs. But the Grizzlies are hanging on. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 part of the break. They won their last couple. The Kings uh, dropped their last couple and they're still a bit dinged up. They are not getting Rashawn Holmes back. They are, they are getting Jabari Parker back. Uh, but they're still a bit dinged up uh, from after the break. And Alex Len is also out of this one. Justice Winslow isn't playing, making his debut quite yet for Memphis, but I don't think that they're that concerned about it. Ira, this is a bit of a pick em type game, uh, but with the Kings on their home court, what do you like here? Yeah, I really like the Memphis Grizzlies in this spot. Um, again, we're not 
too sure how these teams are going to perform coming out of the break. It's been a, it's been a long, uh, you know, hopefully everybody's getting some rest and not partying too much. But I really like the Grizzlies here in this situation. I'm not a big Kings backer, especially at basically almost like a pick em game. Uh, I see the line at one and a half for the Grizzlies. So if I was going to play anything, it would be the Grizzlies minus one or take them on the money line at minus 120. In terms of the over-under, it's not really a game I want to get too much into. Maybe there'll be some uh, – it'll be a slow start here coming out of the break. So 230 seems like a very high total, especially if they don't get going until like the second quarter or something like that, and they put up a 45-point first quarter. It's going to be tough to really cover that 230. So maybe maybe looking to the under in that game. But, uh, yeah, in terms of the game itself, I, I like the Grizzlies here. I just think they're the overall better team. So I'm going to go ahead and just take them on the money line at minus 120. Yeah, I like that. I don't know who's stopping Jonas Valanciunas in this game on, on Sacramento. Yeah, I don't know who's stopping anybody on, on you know, for the, for, the, for the Sacramento. Like, who's going to stop anybody on the Memphis Grizzlies? So Yeah, this is good. It's good. I mean, I know you don't want to play the over-under, but, like, yeah, this, this could be a defense-optional type of game. Yeah, so for me, I'm looking at uh, the Grizzlies here as a pretty favorite play of the day. Uh, again, I'm going to tweet it out a little later in terms of what my favorite bet will be. But um, yeah, definitely the Grizzlies here are something that look, looks very enticing to me. Yes, sir. We will wrap up Thursday night's NBA slate with the Houston Rockets in the Bay area to take on the Golden State Warriors. This one is minus 10 in favor of the Rockets over under is an even more robust 234. And I'm sure that the league was hoping that, hey, you get a Rockets-Warriors matchup fresh out of the break. Steph Curry taking on the Rockets and their duo of Harden and Westbrook. But alas, still no Steph Curry. But he is expected to come back a little later on this season, possibly early March. But not tonight, unfortunately. So instead, we are getting... Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and I guess Draymond Green. He counts. And Andrew Wiggins. He doesn't count, though. Eric Gordon's questionable in this one. Really, again, this is just going to be a high-flying type of game. Um, I would imagine that the, the Rockets will also try to come out firing. They need to kind of keep up pace. They are pretty lousy against the spread against the, on the road, though. 12-15 and 15 in total on the season. The Warriors at home, they're not much better. They're 12, 13, and 1 against the spread at home. Yeah, the, the, the Rockets kind of like, yeah, played, uh, you know, up and down the last few weeks or so, 6 and 4 over their last 10. The Warriors, eh, kind of dreadful losers of their last four. They are in the basement of the Western Conference. Hard to say. I mean, just I know that that the Warriors are are you know they'll put up a fight, but there's just not a whole lot of talent on this team right now. Ira, what do you make of this one? Can the Warriors keep it within ten on their home court? Um, I don't think so, but I'm not a big believer in either one of those either one of these teams. I really don't like the Rockets at all, but it's hard to not back them against the Warriors, who don't really have a too, too much of a lineup to roll out there as well. If anything, I'm kind of looking at the total here, 234. 
Uh, I'm going to see whether or not my, my model agrees with me, but my gut, my gut's leaning to under here at under 234. It just seems like an inflated total because of the team names on the back of, on the front of the jerseys. But yeah, in terms of the spread, I'm not looking to get involved here at 10, 10, 10 and a half. It's just not really enticing to me to take the Warriors here. So I'm going to go ahead and lay off this game and do a little digging into the totals a little later. So hopefully I'll have a play there. It's interesting you say that because like you said, the under might be in play here. The Rockets on the season are nine games under 500 when it comes to over-under. So they have not cleared that over-under. 20, they're 22, 31, and 1 on the season in terms of over-under. So I think, yeah, it's a little bit of just general inflation just due to the names on the jerseys. Um, but they've been lousy on the over-under pretty much all season. I, I actually think they're probably the worst over-under team uh, in the entire league as it is on the season. So um, interesting play there. Um, who knows if these guys will come out sluggish or what have you, uh, but that's an interesting play there based on the numbers. The Warriors haven't been much better on the over-under as well. They're 26 and 29 on the season against the over-under. So that's our full slate, man. Um, but as these things progress, any news breaks, we will be sure to follow up on Twitter. Again, we are at Hoopball Gaming. I am at Josh Millman. Ira is at Ira Silver Magic. Ira, dude, talk to me about some hockey. I know you got some hockey going on. Yeah, man, I always got some hockey picks. It was a shame. Shame last night we uh, should have went four and zero in our hockey picks. We had the under six and a half in the Rangers game. It was one one, I think, going into the third, two one maybe, but I can't remember exactly. Seven goal third period and uh we definitely do not get the cover of under six and a half goals with a crazy third period i went to uh moving i'm moving so i went to put i put my computer down i left in the second after the second period come back midway through the third and i just i'm just i'm like what 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 just happened what just happened <laughs> uh, i couldn't believe it can never put your computer down ira never lesson learned i know so that was brutal but uh and then uh, we had the lead with the Canucks with three minutes or four minutes left in the game. And weird shot by the Wild hits one of the Vancouver players in the head or something and goes into the net. And then they go to a shootout and obviously we lose that one. So that was a fun one as well. But, uh, yeah, we should have won 4-0 last night. Sorry about that, guys. And uh, But tonight I'm looking to bounce back here. I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Minus $1.05 on the road in Toronto, I'm, especially if um, – Frederick Anderson plays in goal for the Maple Leafs. I'm looking to play um, the Penguins. I, I'm not, I, I do not like Frederick Anderson at all. I think he's an awful goalie. Another game that I'm looking to back here is the Capitals in regulation, minus a half a goal, minus 120 against the Canadians. Uh, I believe it will be Carey Price and Braden Holpe, but I just think the firepower for the Capitals is just going to be too much for the Canadians to handle, especially, I mean, Price is a very good goalie, but the Capitals have a lot, a lot, a lot of firepower here. And then another game that I'm eyeing here, well, a game that I'm going to love to watch. I don't know if I'm going to have a bet on it. It'll be the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Vegas Golden Knights. You're going to probably have Vasilevsky in goal for the Tampa Bay Lightning and Mark andre Fleury in goal for the Vegas Golden Knights. That line right now is set at Vegas, at Tampa Bay, actually a small favorite, a small road favorite at minus 115. Golden Knights are minus 105. 
And also the Coyotes Blues will be an interesting one to watch. But a, a game that I think I really like here is the last game of the night, and that's going to be involving the Florida Panthers on a back-to-back against my hometown Los Angeles Kings. Kings traded away a bunch of players. I don't know who they're rolling out on their roster. Quick looks to be in goal tonight, and he's been pretty awful this season. He's putting up almost a three uh, goals against average. Bobrovsky, not so great either, but you know I think he's a better player and better form right now, and I just think the Kings don't have anybody really to roll out there. So I'm going to look to back the Panthers here at a short road favorite on a back-to-back at minus 130. And I'm also looking to play the over of six goals in this game. I just think that the goaltending is not so great for both teams. So I think that, and the defense isn't so great. So I'm looking to play the over here in this game, but again, I'll release my picks a little later. That's it for hockey guys. Hopefully I gave you some, uh, a little bit of nuggets. Oh, and one more, the Winnipeg jets against the Ottawa senators. Winnipeg Jets are going to be a short road favorite. I believe it's a back-to-back as well for them. Um, No, maybe not. I can't remember. But anyways, the Jets against the Senators in Ottawa. Ottawa is not a tough place to play. It's not an intimidating arena. They're pretty uh, awful. The Jets are looking to bounce back and stay in playoff contention here. So I'm looking at the the Winnipeg Jets as well, minus 135 on the road. That's all I got for hockey, Josh. Thank you, Ira. And thank you, Hoopballers. We appreciate you listening. If you have any feedback comments for us do leave us a review we appreciate that make sure that once you subscribe give us those old five stars or just let us know on in the comments just what you think of the show anything we can do better we love the feedback again we've repeated it but we'll repeat it one more time we are at hoopball gaming that's where you find our official picks on twitter and where you can follow us uh, play along as the games tip off puck drops you name it. That's where we'll be tweeting at. Uh, from now on through the regular season, I'm just thrilled the NBA is back. I needed the NBA back in my life. And yeah, it's good to be back with you, the hoop ballers. Uh, that's it for us. Quick one today as the NBA gets back and going. I will be back again tomorrow with Devin Ellington. As we run through another NBA slate and all the college basketball that we got going on over the weekend. Ira, any parting words? Yeah, hoop ballers. I will. I will not be doing Monday's show. I probably won't be back until next Wednesday. So if you need me for any sort of reason, and you want some more good old hockey picks from me, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Iris Silver Magic. I'm always available. Uh, DMs, comments, questions. I'm a little bit of a nutcase when it comes to uh, getting, especially when the games tip off, and uh, I can go a little crazy sometimes. So just uh, yeah, have some fun with it. And let me know if you need anything. Ira's got lots of boxes to pack hoop ballers. So if you, you know, ask him for help, you know, maybe, maybe help him pack boxes if you're out in the, uh, in the California area. So and it'll give you some bets as well. So thank you, Ira. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks again, hoop ballers. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll be back again tomorrow on today in sports betting. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.